Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to 7 Minutes in Westeros, our Game of Thrones podcast for the season's uh, final six episodes. This is Ohio.com digital content editor Dan Kadar and Akron Beacon Journal deputy metro editor Joe Thomas will be joining me here, but we're going to just fire off the gates and just get talking because 7 Minutes goes by faster than you think. Uh, this is the second episode of the season. This one is kind of a um, a nice pairing with the first episode last week, where while there's still no action, uh, they're, they're tying up a lot of storylines, kind of reminding you everything that's going on in the series, and kind of, you know, this episode, I thought, was a... it made you care about the characters again, and reminds you what you care about the characters and why. And there were some really big takeaways on this episode that we're going to get into in the next six minutes or so. The biggest one for me, Joe, was that we finally found out the motivation for the Night King, who, by the way, we still have yet to see. But Bran explained, the Bran the Three-Eyed Raven, of course, explained that, you know, the Night King is here and he wants to kill a Three-Eyed Raven to wipe out the history of Westeros. And that's fascinating to me. We finally know what the Night King wants and what his motivations are. So they're going to try and trick the Night King, which, good luck, next week. Um, and they're going to try and do so at the Godswood Tree with Theon and Bran and, you know, the those groups. So that, to me, Joe, was the biggest takeaway from the episode by far. Um, what did you think of that kind of revelation? And, and what else did you like from this episode? Well, I thought that that certainly, like you said, it, it set everything up. It gave them a strategy. It gave them essentially Bran as the bait. Um, and I think it's going to take a lot more than Theon Greyjoy and his um, <laughs> uh, his warriors to protect Bran. And I think I know, and I won't say now, who's going to be helpful in that cause um, if it gets to that. Hmm. But, yeah, we, we, we finally really... We know the Night King a little bit more without seeing him, like you said. Yeah, in, indeed. Uh, now you got me wondering what what your your plot idea is, but maybe it'll come to to fruition next week. And the other big takeaway from this episode, I thought, was the the knighting of Brienne of Tarth by Jaime Lannister. They had this long, you know, kind of interwoven scene where it's around a fire before they're getting ready for their big battle against the undead. You had Tyrion, Jaime, Tormund, Brienne, my guy Pod, Davos, the Onion Knight. They're all in there kind of commiserating, sharing stories, drinking wine as you do on Game of Thrones. And It's the it, Lannister Brothers campfire tale, Howard. Indeed. <laughs> and it, it, it was good stuff, but the best part, of course, is kind of the knighting of, of Brienne by, by Jamie. And it kind of, to me, Joe, this kind of closed the book on Brienne a little bit. And, you know, she's probably going to die next week, I assume, among, among many, many others. But this was a nice kind of conclusion for a character on a show where we don't get that very often. No, we don't. And I don't think anybody's shown more valor than Brienne of Tarth you know, among all the people on the show. So it was really, I mean, a, a really touching moment uh, for real fans of the show. But like you said, I also think that, uh, and it was one of many moments on this episode where I, I felt like we were saying goodbye to characters who are probably going to fall next week. Mm -hmm. I could see, you know, 
I could see uh, Dora Mormon, uh, Grey Worm, Theon Greyjoy, Tormund, and Davos Seaworth all perishing in the Night King seat on Winterfell. Yeah, and look, that that might be on the low end, I think, of, of dead, prominent characters. And, wow. You know, look, you can throw Gendry in the mix. I think he's he's a goner. Um, Beric, I think he is a goner. Uh, the Hound, I think, is up in the air. I hope the Hound doesn't die, but who the heck knows? I mean, the, the next week or two dramatically cut down on the characters on this show. Um, Joe, I mentioned... That would certainly... Yeah, yeah go ahead. That would make it, that would make it a lot easier to, to cut through the last three episodes after next week um, with a lot more focus. Um, so yeah, I, I had the same thought. Uh, tying up a lot of storylines possibly next week. Yeah, Joe, we have about two minutes left here. And again, we're, we're going fast. We've got seven minutes. Um... Maybe we can skip the Arya Gendry scene, which is a little um, awkward for you know if, if you've watched the show the whole time. Little Arya is now a full-grown woman, I guess. But um, Joe, right. I, I do want to bring up the the other big scene was John and Danny in the crypt, where John tells Danny, "Oh yeah, you're my aunt." Uh, what, what were your thoughts on that scene? Because that seems like a, a pivotal moment for the show. And the way it was treated last night, it almost seemed like it was in passing with everything else going on. Yeah. And, of course, the interruption that came along that they couldn't get deeper into that discussion because it was time to confront the Winter King. I think it's a definite divide there. Um, I think that you could see that, that these two people who trusted each other suddenly have this amount of uncertainty between each other now. Yeah, there there is, and you know it really makes you wonder what the fallout of all this is going to be. Because if if there's one Daenerys Targaryen trait that's been woven throughout the series is that she kind of does what she wants to do, and that's usually the right thing. But usually she kind of gets you know mad along the way, and and that kind of thing. Joe, we're down to the last thirty seconds. Any other final takeaways here from? Episode 2 of the final season of Game of Thrones. Okay, my winner of the week was uh, Brienne, of course. Yes. Uh, my loser of the week was Tormund, because I think he really wanted to uh, get to know her a little bit better and was denied that opportunity. Get to know her a little bit better is Joe's nice way of saying Tormund wanted to have sex with Brienne, which is the greatest relationship that might never happen now on Game of Thrones, because they're probably going to both die next week on Episode 3, but... Check back in with us next week because we will be recapping episode three of the final season of Game of Thrones. That does it for seven minutes in Westeros. For Akron Beacon Journal, Deputy Metro Editor Joe Thomas, this is Ohio.com, Stan Kadar, and we'll talk to you next time.